Podcasts are an independent way for podcasters like me to bring a local voice to your ears. At the Spent the Rent Podcast, we strive to raise awareness of topics that affect the often underrepresented. Our title sponsor, Oregon Cashflow Pro, offers free money management advice that can help you take control of your finances. At OregonCashflowPro.com, you will find videos to guide you towards your goal of financial freedom. For more info, there will be a link in the show notes. The following podcast is available on all major streaming sites, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. You can now listen to all previous episodes, donate to the podcast, and buy shirts directly from the Spent the Rent podcast at our newly designed official website, strpod.com. That is the founder of a hockey team in Barcelona, Spain, sort of, Keith Dussel. Keith, welcome to the show. Thanks a lot, Patty. Always a, a pleasure to uh, share uh, the good news about uh, our stellar hockey team. Yeah, this is a really, really fun story. And I wanted to have you on. You were in the barbershop. George was cutting your hair. And you started talking about the Barcelona Sugar Cats. And actually, it goes back even farther than that. George was wearing a T-shirt that he... You had given him and he wore it and then his wife looked it up like, who is this team? And it's hilarious. So I, I, when, when I heard the story, I was like, I have to have you on the podcast. It's so fitting. And so fast forward a couple of weeks and here we are. So uh, Keith Dussel, thank you very much for doing this. So you, uh, just a, a quick backstory. Uh, you're from Eugene, uh, actually grew up in Junction City. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, so, Junction City and uh, went away for college and then uh, found my way back to Eugene, I guess the the siren call of uh, the Willamette Valley, you know? Right. So you have <laughs> a connection to Las Vegas. You've got a lot of family in Las Vegas. And this this story of the, the Barcelona Sugar Cats, it really started with your cousin's eight-year-old son bragging about his favorite hockey team, which is the Vegas Golden Knights. And if, if anybody's not a hockey fan... The Vegas Golden Knights were an expansion team about three or four years ago, and their first season, which is unheard of, their first season they made it all the way to the championship. Is that is incredible that team? They almost made it to the Stanley Cup this year. Yeah, I mean they missed it by you know one game. So. Right. So they were very successful, and so I'm sure the Vegas crowd was just booming. And so tell me what happened with your eight, your cousin's eight year old son who calls you Uncle Keith. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, he was bragging about his team, the Vegas Golden Knights, and how they're better than any team you could ever have rooted for. And so and so tell me what happened then. So like we you know, they came up for a weekend. They they were in Seattle at the time uh, visiting. And uh, my my uh, cousin's son, Jack, had pretty much every piece of gear you could possibly imagine for the Vegas Golden Knights on like hat and sweater and a scarf and all these different things. And they were getting ready for their run up to the, the Stanley cup the first time. And um, one of the things, you know, I started doing is just the kind of uncle I am is just crap talking, you know, like basically like, well, you know, they're great, but you know, what about the, uh, what about Edmonton? Edmonton has an amazing hockey team or, you know, I, and, and I don't know anything about 
hockey. I mean, for all intents and purposes, I didn't grow up with it. It's not exactly like a huge sport in Oregon, you know? Um, So I'm talking trash and I'm just basically like walking through all these different teams that are better than New York Rangers, you know, just pulling like every name I can think of out of my head because I don't know much about hockey. And he finally gets tired of it and just gets in my face and says, who's your favorite team? And in the moment, I was completely stuck. We're sitting at a restaurant and I'm like desperately grasping for something. And I just spit out in the moment the Barcelona sugar cats just bleh, like right. you know complete garbage does not exist he gives me this long look realizing that i've just pulled that out of my tail and basically is like i don't believe you and so we go for the rest of the weekend we go back and forth and i'm i'm building this story oh no they're the best team in europe you know they're amazing you should see them you know mvp and he doesn't believe it doesn't believe it <clears throat> he leaves and on the last day he's leaving, he's like, I don't believe they exist. I think I think you're full of crap. And I was not going to lose that fight. I'm, <laughs> I'm a grown ass adult and I am not going to lose that fight. <laughs> and so I created the Barcelona Sugar Cats. Yeah. Um, so you, you know, was, so you basically uh, if anybody's watching this uh, and if you're not and you're listening, I'll explain it. But if, if you're watching this, you can see that you're wearing a Barcelona Sugar Cats T-shirt. And so you had hired a graphic designer. This is so amazing. So you hired a graphic designer. Tell me about that. So I, I got this guy. Um, his name is Nick Terry. He's an amazing graphic designer up in the Seattle area. He's actually, uh, he's gone on to huge, huge things. He's, he's the, um, my favorite murder podcast. Oh, wow. He's actually their uh, artist. Uh, he does all kinds of stuff. He worked with CBS. I mean, he's, he's gone on to huge stuff. Um, but I, I approached him and I paid him well. And I said, Hey, I, I need a professional hockey team logo and because I, I'm not losing this fight. So I create the logo. I send it along to share it with my nephew, but I'm also thinking this isn't going to be real, real until I take it all the way. So I start producing all kinds of stuff like shirts, hats, coffee mugs, posters. I I actually, I mean, the first order I made when I created all this stuff was ridiculous. I was, I was ordering stuff that like nobody ever would want, but I wanted to create so much of it that it was like just ubiquitous. Like it was everywhere around the house, you know, like, Oh, look, there's the coffee mug for dad's coffee in the morning and it's sugar cats. And so that kind of stuff. Basically to match his fandom for the golden Knights. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, cause he's totally. got, cause I am a Celtics fan. So I, I will purposely have shoes that match socks that match the shirt that I'm wearing. It's, oh yeah. It's kind of ridiculous. Well, or, or I mean, I'm a Dodgers fan. I'm a, you know, ducks fan. I'm like, you, you collect all these things and you have 18 different jerseys and you have all these different things. I, I wanted it to be so overwhelming that my, my little, you know, nephew Jack could not deny it. <laughs> right. One of the, one of the funny parts uh, about the story is the T-shirt has in Spanish because this is in Spain, Barcelona, Spain. And I'm, we're going to talk in a minute about how you actually reached out to lo- local officials there. So but one of the uh, the ta- the slogan for the for the team, and I'm going to butcher this because I don't speak Spanish, but it's un equipo total, totalmente real. So I know I said that wrong, but the translation literally on the T-shirts, it says totally a real team. And yep. 
established in 1975, which is arbitrary. Like it's a date. It was the year I was born. So I just kind of like pulled it again, pulled it out of my butt. I mean, it's something to remember. And and we, you know, the original shirts were just really just this kind of logo was all it really was. Right. Right. Um, The, the letters at the bottom were added at the last minute, just as kind of like a, it should be in Spanish because this is a Spanish team. Um, you know, PS I've never been to Barcelona and I don't sure. know much about Spain. <laughs> right. So, you know, like it, it all along, it was just kind of like by the seat of my pants trying to figure That's it out. Nice. And, and what's cool about it, I think is that it became a project that was really open source. So I actually, you know, I, we created the shirts and the, the logos and all those things. But I started to have people sending me pictures and, um, you know, like things where they had sort of done photoshopped stuff. And I, I think that's on one of the sites that you had gotten, yeah. like the picture of three random guys. That's, who are that's what like, I'm using. That's the photo that I'm using for the flyer for this episode. And sure. it's got. Yeah. I and mean, so so people there, it was open source. But not only was it open source for the hot for the Barcelona Sugar Cats, there's a competitor that someone had created a website and started running with and, and tell, tell us about that. So, yeah, so they, so part of the, part of keeping the, the joke alive, I guess, quote unquote, was constantly providing new material to Jack to make sure that he saw that this was a real team and that there was more, you know, gear and things like that. So, um, so we created, you know, we, we created these shirts initially and it was just like a, a logo shirt. Right. But then we created like this whole kind of mythology of there was a championship in the eighties and they played against this other team. And this other team was the Montreal Meerkats. And so we came up with the logo that, you know, the press had said it was going to be a cat fight because it was the sugar cats versus the Meerkats. Oh and I mean, it was just like the, the, the deeper we got into it, the more we were just laughing silly, you know, ourselves, but each time that we would come up with something new, we would do another big round of shirts. And what we found was there were so many people asking for shirts that we couldn't really keep up with it unless we actually created a shop. Like, because we, because people were just asking me to send them stuff and I was happy to do it because it was just a fun project. And, you know, I was kind of sinking my own money into it, but it also at some point didn't make sense for me to just randomly talk to people and be like, okay, I'll send you two shirts and what do you want and sizes. And, you know, they were always free. And I was kind of like, I got to do something to make this make sense. So you started an Etsy store. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm going to have the link in the show notes for anybody uh, that wants to buy a shirt and we're going to talk a little bit there. There is a foundation that the proceeds go to. So this is actually, this started as a ruse to trick an eight year old who's now 11 and, and it's still working hopefully because he hasn't figured out Google to the full extent, but, but, uh, you know, his parents are good parents. They keep an eye on what he's looking at and stuff. And so they keep him off of the Barcelona sugar cat stuff. But so we'll talk about the Etsy store in a bit. Uh, but I definitely, you know, people are going to want to buy one of these shirts because they're cool. Now, the shirts themselves, people order them online. It's not something that they, you've uploaded the logo and and you don't, and someone else prints it. Do you print the shirts? Oh, yeah. Well, it's all done locally here. Um, there's the Direct Kick uh, Soccer Shop um, here in Eugene. And uh, I go over and meet with them like 
pretty frequently and just get new pressings done. And so it's all done in house, all kind of That's by awesome. hand. And, and our thing has always been that we want people to have fun with it. Um, the, the, we try to price it at a, a point where it makes good sense for high quality shirts but also to where it's giving a good donation in the background as well, which right. obviously we'll get to. Um, the other piece um, that we've started to have people approach us is like, there's somebody who wants to do actual hockey jerseys. Um, so that's one of the things that we may do next is a run of actual hockey jerseys, which will be, uh, that's, that's kind of a new and higher level of, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's definitely going to be, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of, and again, the, the, the open nature of the project, um, says that anybody can kind of do anything they want with it, as long as it's, you know, sort of Tasteful. going yeah. along with the fun. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. So now, uh, you had talked, we had talked briefly about reaching out to Barcelona, so you've actually yeah. had correspondence with lo- elected officials in Barcelona or government officials or whatnot. So uh, that's how little I know about Spain that I don't even know <laughs> if it's like a dictatorship. I'm kidding. I'm totally, don't at me. Sp- don't at me, Spain. It's just funny because I don't know the, the system of government very well or whatnot. So uh, sure. it's, it's Europe. So I'm sure it's not not that much different. But anyway, uh, yeah. Explain to me how that looked when you reached out and, and the response you got. So we, so we actually had, uh, it's been a really fascinating kind of journey and, you know, we've, we've sent out lots of shirts all over the place and, and, um, there's been this kind of media surge around it where like Reddit, there was a, there was a Reddit that came out about it and people loved it and it started kind of getting the word out. There's a website called Uniwatch, which is like one of the biggest uniform like sports attire websites out there. And they did a whole story about us. Um, KVAL News did a story about us. And so they, they did a actual video story on us and then also like a, a sort of a press piece, you know, about it. Um, <clears throat> and then, you know, the story's been sent out and a lot, a lot of players from the NHL have seen it. There's all kinds of different stuff out there. And the next step in it all was actually reaching out to the city of Barcelona. So the, the mayor's name is Ada Kalau, Um, and she, they actually reached out to us uh, about two weeks ago, week and a half ago and said, we're, you know, really impressed with the project. We really like what you did. We'd like you to send us some shirts. So I actually just this last week went out to the, to the mail store and basically sent out a a package of shirts to Spain that are all going to the mayor and the mayor's office, along with a translated letter in Spanish to kind of explain the project and talk a little bit about, you know, what, what we're doing. And so, um, it's, it just, it's for me, it's completely hilarious each time one of these new things sort of pops up. And it also makes you realize like the power of just story. Like people love the power of, of a a funny kind of unique story like this, you know, especially during last year that was just absolutely awful. It was something that a lot of people, um, we're able to kind of get behind uh, one, one kind of side note. One of my old bosses um, 
who I, you know, I used to work with reached out to me and she sent me a, a private message and said, I just got diagnosed with a cancer that is typically known as childhood cancer. Right. And, um, she said, I had always sort of seen your, your shirts and seen, you know, what you were doing and never really thought about it until now that this is, you know, one of these things that's kind of connected. I'm getting a little ahead of, no, no, we're good. It's good. It's perfect. But, But she, you know, the fact that she reached out privately and said, look, I never, never thought this would be something I even had to think about. And all of a sudden here I am buying your shirts and like yeah. <laughs> trying to make sure that I give back to, you know, the community. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's something. So let's it's talk fun. about that. So the, the charity that you've chose is the St. Baldrick's foundation. Yes. Uh, explain to me why you chose them specifically and what they do. So St. Baldrick's is awesome. Um, it's it's non-denominational. People hear St. Baldrick's and they think it's maybe attached to a church or you know it's a Catholic thing. It, it's non-denominational. It's uh, it's a group of people. It actually started in Boston, I think, in the '80s, um, where a group of people got together and they shaved their heads um, to basically uh, raise money for childhood cancer. So sort of, you know, kids have to get their head shaved. So adults get together. They do these big shaving events, which kind of disappeared during 2020 because for obviously obvious reasons. Um, But they would always bring in professional barbers. They would always have um, people get up in front on these chairs on a stage and basically just do round after round of shaving. And in the background, you're raising money for, you know, the shave. Right. So, um, I was working at the time for um, a major airline here in the Northwest um, rhymes with Belaska. Um, and the, <clears throat> the effort that we did was we actually got involved in that process because we had a young kid who went on one of our flights down to California for like a make a wish type of thing. And um his family kind of told us about the St. Baldrick's and said, you know, this is a really important thing to us. So as an airline, we started donating airline tickets to it and money and, you know, support. And that was all kind of delivered via me. So I, I would show up to events like in Portland and Seattle and all kinds of different places and go to these shaving events. Um, so, you know, over the years, I've probably been a part of, Forty or fifty thousand dollars worth of fundraising for that, um, with a good chunk of that just being my own personal fundraising with you know a very generous group of my friends, um, and yeah, it's 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 an amazing. You know, childhood cancer is one of the least funded things in the medical world um, because unfortunately children don't tend to live through the trials, right? You know, the, the, the drug trials, kids don't live yeah. uh, for very long because it's just so hard on their system. So, um, part of the, the idea behind all of this and behind the, you know, getting behind them is that opportunity to raise money for kids that can't sort of help themselves. Right. So. Yeah, I think it's pretty incredible. And I, I love that the shirts are made locally, you know, so this and and then shipped to Barcelona. That's the irony of it all. And then, you know, I mean, it's good cause, you know, 
how close has Jack got? How close do you think he's gotten to figuring this out? So I, I have a, an uncle, um, sort of a great uncle who has sort of walked into the room a couple times and said something like, has Jack ever figured out, you know, he'll start down that road and, and we're just like waving him off, you know, madly and just stop, 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 stop. You know, so we've, we've had a couple of close calls where I think he kind of scratched his head like, what are you talking about? Um, that's been part of like creating new gear. Um, so, you know, we have the championship shirt, we have the, just the logo shirt. We have all kinds of little stuff that we've done, color variations, things like that. And every time we do one of those, I will send one off to Jack as like a, Hey, I know you're a big fan. Like I'm a big fan. So here's another piece of, you know, so I think constantly getting those, it's like, he, he couldn't really conceive that anybody would bother to do it. It's a little crazy that anybody would bother to create that much swag just to sort of fool an eight year old, now 11 year old kid. Right. <laughs> so I think that has maybe helped have him not discover it yet. I think that though, if, if he discovers it within the next, we'll say a year, I don't yeah. think it would be such a, it would never be a bad thing. It's hilarious no matter what. But the thing is, is that while he's a child, yeah. And he's only got one more year, 12, you know, and then yeah. thir 13, you know, then you're a grown ass man. It's a but change. Like, but no, but uh, that I, I could see him being a spokesperson. You guys talking about it, getting a big push where he could really raise some some awareness about St. Baldrick's and all, all of the good work that's being done there. So it's a well, and, the, and the KVAL interview we did, he was on the interview. Yeah. He just was he, he didn't know. That's so cool. they they interviewed him as if it's a totally real team and, you know, here we go. And, you know, it, it's interesting too, because he, um, he wears the shirts all the time. The family down in, in Vegas, they all wear a lot of the gear. Like I've given them tons of shirts and stuff. And so they wear it around him. He wears the shirts. Um, and so it's kind of been normalized to the point where I don't know when he's going to ask the question. I really don't know when he'll figure out like, what the hell? <laughs> so, so you know, I, I'm kind of waiting to see where that comes. That's so good. So again, we're going to drill it home. The Etsy store, you can probably easily go to Etsy and just search for the Barcelona sugar cats and it's going to come yep. up. Uh, sugar, sugar cats, one word. That's, that's the only thing that would be a little confusing is just make sure it's sugar cats, all right. one word. And so. so go to Etsy, search for it. You can order a shirt, you know, and then if you'd like, you can go directly to St. Baldrick's as well and yep. and donate to them so pretty cool story keith i uh, i think it's it's pretty special and like you said the power of a story and the power of the internet as well i mean i'm sure finding the mayor of barcelona that would have been on on just impossible not impossible but it would have been a lot more challenging i mean there used to be a thing called telephones but yeah we still call <laughs> well, and it they, they sent such a lovely letter that just said you know um we really like your project Jack must be so proud. I mean, it's such a weird thing to imagine like a foreign dignitary sort of, oh, hey, go sugar cats for our town. That's a mythical thing. You know, right, it's, it's right. So I I've had a lot of appreciation for how it's been embraced. And again, every every dollar that we can send to, you know, St. Baldrick's and to, to making a difference in those kids lives. It's, it's a huge deal. Sure. It's a really, big have deal. you, have you had any connection? Have you talked to the generals about 
about doing some different stuff. Now the generals right now are our finances. I mean, last year COVID was so detrimental, but there was a lot of stuff ramping up about the generals uh, that I'm not sure if I'm even allowed to talk about yet. Cause I'm, I'm good. Sure. Friend, I'm good friends with the, uh, my friend. Dan Trent is involved with the Eugene generals. He's sure. been on the, he's a pod, he's a hockey coach and he's just, he's one of the, you cannot be a better person than him. So don't try. No, actually do try. No, no. So, uh, but he was, he's, he was telling me before COVID hit just how much the Eugene Generals hockey team was thriving and, and really brewing some stuff. And, you know, you had mentioned before about how you didn't grow up watching hockey because you live in Oregon. Well, now we have a team in Seattle, the Seattle Kraken, and uh, it's going to really raise the interest level in the Northwest. And so I wonder with the Generals, and I'm sure that you've already planned, you're from Seattle or, or went to college in Seattle. And so I'm sure that you've already been planning this. How can you reach out to the Kraken and, and getting involved? I think it'd be really hilarious if one of these major teams uh, did a night, the Barcelona Sugar Cats night, and I could see it happening, you know. And, well, and, and my, you know, again, uh, what, having having been approached at this point to do actual jerseys, it wouldn't be that big of a stretch for me to approach any hockey team and just say, are you willing to wear some of these jerseys and just do a little shoot around in order to get some footage? Yeah. Because that's been kind of our, our uh, piece that we've never gone to that level before is we've always had, you know, people Photoshopping and people doing things where, you know, players are, are wearing the jerseys, but the next level kind of thing in terms of getting video would be take give a bunch of these, you know, hockey, actual hockey jerseys and have somebody who's willing to go out and just film some, some play in those jerseys. Yeah. And I, I definitely want to get one of those hockey jerseys if they're made. So it's, I think we're going to do it. I mean, the, the trick is just about quality. Um, you know, we, <clears throat> one of the things that we're really conscientious about with the Etsy store is we try to make really good high quality shirts and because, you know, it's like people want to be in on the joke, but they also don't want to get a shirt that's going to like fade and be crappy within one wash. So, you know, um, the trick is just going to be finding a good source for those hockey jerseys, that, you know, is like good enough quality, but not like, you know, breaking. Well, the, the hockey jerseys can be spendy. I did buy one yeah. from China that is yeah. actually a really good quality. It was a it's a ripoff one, but it's a St. Patrick's Day Boston Bruins jersey oh, sure. i got it custom made it's got shamrocks on the numbers and stuff and oh, it, it was yeah, only yeah. 35 bucks so from china for for fully you know that was my price but so there i mean there's ways that it can be done and, and yeah you know, obviously the, people want manufacturing type piece of it is the is the question and and again the the direct kick soccer shop has been such a good partner and they they've got their presses in house and so we can do test pressings and sort of see you know how things come out um, but the, the quality of the, the logo work and the actual like shirts has improved by a hundred percent, you know, in the process. So I think that's, that's something that's really important for us is people want to do good things and they want to donate to a cause, but also they want to get a nice shirt that's yeah. not like crap. Well, I would imagine <laughs> that, you know, you can always make a custom team on like NHL hockey video games. Yeah. I guarantee it's yeah. on there. I guarantee oh. that it's on there. And so that's pretty cool. So the founder, so Keith Dussel, the founder of the Barcelona Sugar Cats, all the way from Eugene, Oregon. Pretty funny. So I, I, hey, thank you so much for coming on. Anybody listening, go to the Etsy store. 
the link is in the show notes wherever you're watching or listening to this podcast. So yeah, we're going to get out of here. Uh, but I appreciate you coming on and telling the story and maybe down the road, you know, when, when Jack finds out, uh, I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll share some crumbs. Uh, I don't know if you're on social media, but I'm, I'm going to make sure that I get you on there if you are. And I'll, I'll find out when that day comes, it'll be a, a somber day when the ruse is up, <laughs> you know, but definitely do some updates. And, um, if I, if I get a, a, picture back from uh barcelona with the with the mayor on it which is what i'm kind of hoping um or a letter or anything from them i'll, I'll send you some updates that's great so and, well, and thanks so much for having me on i mean it's it's fun to talk about it it's it's always just so powerful to get the word out about you know childhood cancer and and what's going on out there and uh, this project has been super super fun with the family and it also feels like it's been the right thing to do for, for the community and for, for the health of our kids. So, yeah, it's a good cause. It's hilarious. It's fun, lighthearted, you know, I, and then, you know, my podcast, I was all about it and you jump. I mean, we talked about it immediately. It was going to happen. It was, we linked, we, we booked it the minute that I heard the story. And so, yeah. And you'll, so, you, so in Eugene, you're going to start seeing these shirts more and more. So this is, this is great. We'll, we'll get them out there. Yeah. Keith, thank you very much. I'm going to end this with a song. I chose one of mine. Uh, yeah, so this is me, Patty Rose, featuring Joey Helpish with Kickin' a Rock. Cheers. Kickin' a rock down the road, facing the day I think I'll go. Explore my town, I'll see who's down to create a little debauchery. Kickin' a rock down the road, facing the day I think I'll go. Hit the street with my two feet, there is no one stopping me. Step, I'm dignified by the fact that I'm alive. Smile on my face and hop in my step, inspired by the friends I kept. Take a step, I'm dignified by the fact that I'm alive. Smile on my face and hop in my step, inspired by the friends I kept. Kicking a rock down the road, facing the day I think I'll go. Explore my town, I'll see who's down to a little debauchery, kicking a rock down the road, facing the day I think I'll go, hit the street with my two feet, there is no one stopping me. It's been a long day, winter where did you go? It's been a long way. Stopping me. Kicking a rock 
down the road Facing the day, I think I'll go Explore my town, I'll see who's down to Create a little debauchery Kicking around down the road Facing the day, I think I'll go Hit the street with my two feet there